This is Dylan Sullivan. Keep your arms, legs, and pumpkin spice lattes in the ride at all times. Enjoy Robert Land. Happy Halloween. <laughs> this episode is to die for. <laughs> to diarrhea for. Congratulations to little Billy McCoy out of New Jersey for winning the Submit a Joke to Robert Land contest. Thank you. I like to play Fortnite and eat a lot of cheese. Happy Halloween. You're listening to the Fuck Yeah Nation Network. Welcome to Robert Land. That's right, your favorite not safe for work comedy theme park podcast. And I'm your host, Robert Thompson, comedian, musician, theme park phenologist, Saddle Do. What is up, everyone? We are here. We are right into Robtober. It is actually October now. It is October 2nd, and I'm so glad y'all are here. Man, this is such an exciting episode. Probably one of my favorites in all of the universe, but we've got. Rob Wills, who's a comic, uh, scare actor, uh, he's a tech wizard, um, not a grand wizard, uh, he is not a racist dude at all, he's a great guy, and I'm excited that he is on the program because we got to talk about what it's like to be a scare actor, that's always been very fascinating to me, and uh, man, I am stoked because we're going to get just right into it on this one, so... Get prepared, guys. You better be wearing your helmet, you know, wearing your name tag with your address. I, uh, I'm actually really hungry right now while recording this at 6 a.m. in my car. Uh, I would love some goulash right now. If any of you guys know of any ghouls cooking up some goulash, hit a brother up. I'm, I miss that stuff. I didn't know what goulash was until I met, um, until we had a friend who was Czechoslovakian and Chilean. And uh, I don't know if it was the Czech side or the Chilean side. I don't know where goulash originates from. But they had goulash at their house, and it changed my fucking life. And then I um, had a Lebanese friend who had goulash. So what I'm trying to do right now is manifest some goulash right now. Like, you know when you talk about Bloody Mary and she appears? I'm trying to talk about some goulash, and it just fucking shows up at my house. Um, but enough about goulash. We're going to get into some ghoul ghoulish lodge <laughs> anyways you guys are you guys are the greatest army legion of fans in the world and i love it when you leave us your theme park memories so we're going to go to that right now here's your theme park memories theme park memories we used to go to halloween horror nights um growing up and uh we used to always go to halloween horror nights in orlando which was fun because you couldn't tell who was a scary monster and who was a Floridian. But we always kind of knew to be scared for both of them. And um, there used to be people walking around and they had fake chainsaws and we'd go to the haunted houses. And one time somebody scared my brother so hard and my brother punched the guy in the face and nothing happened. He went back into the shadows. And I remember thinking even, you know, at that age, maybe being 16, 17, thinking to myself, like, they can't be getting paid that much. And now this guy had to get punched in the face and then go back to work. So, uh, but then we also used to smuggle in booze and camel packs. And we'd smuggle in uh, Jim Beam and Coca-Cola bottles because it looked exactly the same. But other than that, it was, uh, it was you know, probably worth the 60 bucks to get scared at Halloween Horror Nights Orlando. Theme park memories. Um, hello, Robert. Uh, I've been listening to the program for a while now. I've been watching you and observing you, and, you know, I am a big fan of uh, theme parks. I haven't been to many, though. I I do love to go to Petco for amusement uh, because I have a cat, and I like to buy the cat some food and toys. And uh, One time I was feeling uh, liberated, and I actually ate cat food from the can, uh, but, uh, you know, I want to get back to what I was originally, uh, leasing a voicemail for. You have ignored me on social media. Uh, I would love to get in contact with you, and I would love to, 
uh, wear your face as a skin mask. So please, Robert, get back to me. Okay, bye. Theme Park Memories. Robert Thompson, what's up, dude? How you doing? Gary Holt here from Exodus, formerly from Slayer. Hey, look, I'm here to congratulate your dopey theme park comedy podcast on 42 episodes. Dude, and I share my favorite theme park ride. Many years ago, I went to a, a county fair with my drummer, Tom Honey, and they put us in the most terrifying, dangerous ride ever. And uh, I think I almost threw up. But it was just a teacup ride. And the one I was in, they were able to make go faster than all the others because they saw us laughing. And they put us in that. And uh, G-forces were spectacular. <laughs> now my back is too bad for that shit. But I do love a good theme park ride. Anyway, all the best, Robert. Take care. Bye-bye. Theme park memories. Boy, I sure hope you enjoyed that theme park memories. I know I did. They always make me want to cry. <laughs> It is exciting, guys. Rob Wills is such a good dude. And uh, we have a, like, 2020 Barbara Walters interview. I feel like it's one of the best episodes ever. Uh, I am excited to bring that interview to you. Uh, you know, Rob is also on No One Right Way, which is a, uh, you know, on our network, Fuck Yeah Nation Network with B and Real Rich. So you got to check out Rob, you know, pulling them switches and uh you know he's he's a he's a very uh multiverse guy like i feel like he's lived many lives so we're gonna get into that after your uh other favorite segment of the show theme park minute with zach hillman this is a very ghoulish theme park minute with zach hillman if you're looking for a creepy location to film your horror movie, then grab the gang, hop in the mystery machine, and find yourself an abandoned theme park. Ghoulish groundskeeper optional, of course. One of the most popular abandoned theme parks is the former Six Flags New Orleans, which was sadly hit hard by Hurricane Katrina only a few years after the park opened. Big-budget blockbusters that have shot at Six Flags New Orleans include Percy Jackson's Sea Monsters and Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. My favorite was the scene from Jurassic World where a young velociraptor is scared of the big drop on the steel coaster, but trusts his father that the ride won't be that scary. As the young dinosaur walks off the ride, he suddenly has a spring in his step thanks to this newfound confidence, making audiences smile briefly before he tears off and devours Bryce Dallas Howard's face. Here I am, with me, and Rob Wills! What's up, man? How you doing there? I'm having a lovely day in your backyard. I know. It's it's a beautiful uh, August afternoon. It's a little little breezy, pretty hot. Um, this is the first summer with masks, and it is way brutal. Because um, I work outside, Mr. Rob. I don't know if you know that, but wearing a mask outside... Is uh is is brutal. Except yeah. this wind right now feels good. I could wear a mask in this for sure. I like it when it gets up the armpit of my shirt and oh, hits yeah. you right on the pit, <laughs> and you get that yeah. Oh yeah, that little gust of 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 affection from the wind. <laughs> a, um, a kiss on the pit from the wind. Yeah, <laughs> sounds like a <laughs> like a Pocahontas uh, B side or something. <laughs> Have you ever felt a kiss of? Pit on the wind. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, dude, it's it's so awesome to finally have you on the show, because I've I've wanted to ask, like, there's so many questions that I have about someone who's done the scare thing, you know, for years, and this is a part of our uh, October. So every week, different Halloween horror, Sweet. like spooky. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna. I'm so stoked about this because Halloween is my favorite. Me too. Absolutely. Um, so, like, when when did you like? How did you get into the whole scare scene? A friend of mine started working it in, I think, ninety seven. Okay. My friend Gary. We're actually I'm only three hours older than him. <laughs> so yeah, um, he says you got to do this, and I'm like, yeah, you know, for a couple of years he tried to get me to do it, and I finally decided to do it in ninety nine. And I ended up in a mask position like some undead-looking motherfucker in uh, the vampire maze, which at that time was where the Scrambler was. 
and it was broken up into three parts, and it was really, really cool. And this is at Knott's. This is not Scary Farm. 1999 yeah. was the first year I did it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and for people that don't know, Knott's uh, Scary Farm is like the OG scare, I mean, yeah, like horror maze. I mean, that's existed for forever. I think 72 was when they first started yeah. doing just characters in Ghost Town, and then it grew from there. Yeah, so awesome. Yeah. It's it's a it's got a legacy to it that kind of it's funny because people have probably heard of Knott's Berry Farm because the jelly and because of Knott's Scary Farm. I I think that those are probably the two yeah <laughs> things that like precede it, you know, and that good that good old chicken. Um, but yeah, I think like I don't know, uh, you know, there's always thing out of here about it at school like not Scary Farm is fucking terrifying. Everyone would always tell me about how scary it was. And I, I remember being, like, so excited about going to it. And it's crazy because, like, some people feel like when you're kind of behind the curtain, it loses, like, the magic. But uh, I don't think I so. I disagree. It's got to be another level no, of it, right? No, I yeah. think you get to see. I saw levels of it, and I learned a lot going from being a fan of going to the stuff and then like you said, from fan to monster to, like, hardcore, you know you're going to be doing shit like this the rest of your life. You just know you're hooked from the first year. That was me. I was like, yeah, this is definitely one of my things. Yeah. This is incredible. Um, so it's not like porno where it's probably a lot harder than it looks, you know? No, it is It is fucking <laughs> hard. I have <laughs> fucked myself up. Um, I still have a scar on my... I don't know if you can still see it, but... Now my shin has this jacked up. Oh, well, anyways, so I've fucked myself up in the maze, you know, running, tripping, falling, shit like that. But um, one year we had Cat Zen, and she's all tatted up, and she has the whiskers. And she used to be partners with Enigma, the guy who's covered in puzzle tattoos. Oh, and wow. they did sideshow work, and they were appearing at Knott's that year. And one year... While I was walking from Camp Snoopy, where the vampire maze was at that year, I was walking through the Indian stage that has those big benches made out of half a freaking tree, right? Yeah, yeah. I am walking at maximum scamper speed because I can't, I'm not allowed to run through the crowd, but I have to walk quickly. And I see her for the first time, and she's doing some crazy... F awesome shit and she's in this jungle bikini and she's covered in cat tats it's a sight it's marvelous and uh so i'm looking at her while i'm walking at full speed my left leg hits one of those i take a tumble and then i roll out of it and land butt first on the next bench and just did one of those looks around like i kind of wanted somebody to see how cool that worked yeah. that went <laughs> yeah. but holy shit it had torn the skin right up like Whoa. bare bone so I showed it to her later and explained the story, and she goes, "Well, that's the nicest thing anybody told me all day." <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that you tore your. Uh, yeah, this scar is because of you. Wow. Of you. Yeah, that's um, crazy, man. I so in '99, what was not scary for him like then? In '99, this was before everybody had a camera. Yeah. That was nice. Um, you see that that does probably fuck up. <sighs> Like that, what what about it? Do you think is irritating when with everyone with a cell phone that can kind of the light. not be in the moment, the light and not being in the moment. Yeah, because um, you want the experience spoiling to it for people. everybody. Yeah. To me, you're the same as a heckler at a stand-up show or a music show or something like that or a spoken word show when you're using lights and you're just trying to get shots and people behind you can see your screen you're you're fucking it up for everybody else yeah be considerate don't fuck up the show come on and, and, you know? and it's probably like an in the moment thing because you want it to be an experience that is your experience and like people that put it online and stuff i mean i get it i enjoy it if i can't go but there's something about like being in the moment that's kind of lost now that's that sucks because it's like special you know it's like you, that's what I kind of loved about back in the day because you'd hear, oh, not Scary Farm. You And someone could get things wrong. It could yeah. be like a tall tale or like a game of telephone where it's like, you know, oh, this yeah. goblin Stuff always chops gets blown your... out of proportion. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw this goblin get his I've dick started rumors about and... myself just to see how long it would take to get back and how different it went. <laughs> yeah. It was great. Like, 
yeah, if you ever get bored with a group of people, just start rumors about yourself. <laughs> it's fun. I recommend it. Yeah, it keeps <laughs> it exciting. So but, in in ninety nine it was kinda it was different, right? There was no cameras, no not so many cameras when there was um it was people were polite, it'd be like, you know, they wouldn't you obviously can't take pictures in the maze. You know, yeah. you're not gonna do stuff like that. And it's not all terrible that they have cameras now. Like if people are real polite about taking a picture see the policy became to not stop and take pictures because it's like once again it's interrupting the show for everybody else but they also were told that you can take action shots of the characters and the Han actors you know scare actors while they're in action just don't use flash blah 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 and some people are really cool about it you know and people are polite if they they also do a thing at the end of the night the last hour that the park is open you go and go to the front gate and there's monsters from every zone up front taking pictures we'll pose all you want so i would tell them that too look we this is not the place there's another yeah i would work in the explanation to the character i was playing at the time but let them know but if you want to have some fun with us be at front you know at this time you know and they're like oh all right cool you know so it, it you just adapt to the technology yeah you know um like the demon was really helpful (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah, Gargazel was very <laughs> delightful. I want to. I'm going to write you a great comment card. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Bub. Uh, yeah, no, that's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> so when uh, when you um, like first started, did it seem like uh, there was was there more? Ma- there's all there's there's more mazes every year. I feel like right, or was there like less mazes, or they kind of as as, it as the years went on. They were able to add more mazes, and then yeah. when I worked the, I also worked on um, the paint crew, getting oh, prepped wow. for that. So there was build and paint and props and lighting and all those departments, and they go in, you know, do their thing, and then we follow and do our thing. Um, there would usually be about two new mazes a year, sometimes three, or like two and a half. It'd be one of the side attraction things. Yeah, and um, then the other ones they would take and kind of switch stuff up in the maze that survived and those were usually based on popularity and attendance if it stops you know earning its place at the in the field a new one's got to come in you got to keep stuff coming through so um so each year you're looking at having to construct two full new mazes and uh yeah it's uh it's pretty fun it's pretty cool that's awesome has there been a that uh kind of Brings me to another question. Has there been a maze that was like canceled because of like a major event? Like, was there like a <laughs> Twin Towers maze? And, you know? Oh, like, I'm glad you brought that up. Okay. Mainly because uh, I'm in it. So I get to like brag and stroke my own ego and tell the story all at once. So yeah, kill, kill three birds with one stone. Which, why is that even a saying? I killed two birds with one stone since we invented guns? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. yeah. One bullet. Um, In. 20 what was it 2016 2017 okay they did a virtual reality experience called 5150 not scary farm did uh-huh and uh we filmed it at this cool studio in anaheim owned by this family i wish i could remember but it was really badass i couldn't believe how much they were able to get in this one little section of land in anaheim we didn't have to go up to la and blah 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 anyways so we filmed it there and it like was I a virtual. Re- was Disney? No. Did that? <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, so we filmed this thing, and it was based on an idea that you know it takes place in a mental hospital. Yeah. And um, gosh, it was it's kind of hard to explain, but it was really what they created for the experience was these wheelchairs that you sit in because you're going in from the patient perspective, getting wheeled into this mental hospital and then shit hits the fan. Shit gets fucking real, really quick. And I got to go through the test run of it. And even though I knew everything that was coming because I'm the fucking evil doctor with no mouth. Yeah. I was still like, Oh fuck. That is so so badass. That's so cool. And, uh, so it went one weekend. It ran and, Somebody who knew the head of Saddleback Bible Camp School or uh, Saddleback University or whatever. Yeah. In other words, some religious folks got wind of it. It turned out that he was bothered by it because of the 5150 thing, and his son had committed suicide. 
Um, and so he didn't think it was good that they were making fun of it. But he'd never actually seen the attraction. Somebody he knew told him about it. Ugh. So he kind of jumped on the bandwagon and got, you know, all his, you know, supporters to make a fuss and not backed down and said, fine, we'll pull it. But um, I looked at it as like, okay, I, w- I did some research, find yeah. out about his son and what his issues were. He had like had issues with his son because his son came out gay. Oh, his son came out gay um, and then his son committed suicide. I don't know the family, but I wonder if there might have been some pressure. Yeah. Yeah, from yeah, yeah. Da, da, da. And so I went, wow, is it possible that this preacher, this dude, is projecting... Because by his beliefs, you, your God failed you, and your son, oh no, oh no, oh my God, he was gay, and then he killed himself. There's a trifecta. He's definitely going to hell. Yeah, so yeah. you're, so you're a shitty preacher. And, but like, so he had to go and project it on somebody else. So in a way, I feel very proud to be part of something that <laughs> ruffled that motherfucker's feathers, <laughs> yeah. you know, and really got under his claw. You know, oh good. I know that dude. But I, you know, back in the day, that would have been great publicity. You know, that would have been like. It, was and if if um people who know that it got shut because some people did get to see it um i bet you people would, would go see it if they could find out a way like oh, hey yeah. you know but i don't know where it ended up or who who owns it or whatever dude that's so cool though yeah. that, i mean that that idea is so crazy yeah i that's that's yeah. i've always thought about that because they've had to stop some attractions because of like you know at theme parks that i've heard like uh there was the uh Oh, California wait. Adventure one. Side note. Yeah, yeah. In in protest, uh, somebody printed up stickers that said "demonic possession is not mental illness." Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> because, because the whole thing was that this patient was possessed. It wasn't a mental illness. <laughs> yeah. Thing, you know, it's like hello. Um. Anyways. That's silly though, man. Yeah, that's yeah. that's kind of ridiculous. It's uh, was he on like the board of knots or something? Or I mean, he's just a a local, no. yeah, figure. Yeah, you should have like re. There should have been like the most. Uh, there should have been a funny like, um, you know, evil preacher or something like, you know, like to, to to sort of get back at him. Like have like a, you know, unholy preacher where he just like gets fucked in the ass the whole like by a giant cross or something. <laughs> I don't know, just like the most sacrilegious. You know, we have the abortion maze to repl- you know. You guys weren't pleased with the uh, guy in a wheelchair, but we've got the uh, aborting Christ on a feet. No, I'm I just- I have pulled a a dead baby pig out of a fake vagina at a haunt event. Like I went through a uh, 17th door uh-huh. and in one of the rooms, <laughs> this, I love this place. They're so fun. Have you ever been to no. 17th floor? It's no. in Irvine usually. And it's not the basement of Angela and Vinci's in Fullerton. No. <laughs> <laughs> have you heard of that? Uh-uh. They have, they have, they have a, a dungeon in the basement of this Italian restaurant. There's an old Italian actor that like, you know, is in some Hollywood movies and stuff. It's an amazing restaurant because it's all these crazy, like, Italian, you know, decor. Yeah. It looks like a – it looks nuts. But in the basement, they have, like, Satan and, like, demons and stuff. It's so badass. But, oh, I got to check that yeah, out. Yeah, so s- what's seventh layer? Oh, is, uh, 17th, 17th, 17th floor. Door. Door. 17th door is the maze. 13th floor is the production company that um, just did my cast. I sent oh, you those pictures, yeah, those crazy so pictures. Yeah, so awesome. Yeah. They casted my face and my arms. Yeah, that was fun. Um, so I went into this room, one of the rooms in the maze. There's 17 rooms. That's why they call it 17th door. Yeah. And it's a set up like a doctor's place, you know, and there's a girl there in stirrups, you know. From the torso up, she's real, and the fake legs are looking pretty real. Like, it was very well done. Oh, shit. And he looks at me, and he goes, you, sir, worked at Rob Zombies, didn't you? And I'm like, Yeah. So he grabs my arm and he rolls my sleeve up and he goes, you're up, sir. He's like, get in there. And I'm like, all right. I reach in there and I can feel a little hoof. Oh, there's a little hoof. This is either a pig or a deer. Wow, this feels real. Pull it out. It was real and it was super cute. The girls in my group couldn't handle it. They were, they, that was, yeah. That was it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, yeah. they couldn't handle it. The guy in front of the line had me go with those girls because he saw I was getting irritated by the teenage boys in front of me and he let them go ahead and told me to wait and then he just got a bunch of girls 
And that was perfect because they nominated me the leader because they were like, why does this not freak you out? And I'm like, this is my home. I love this shit. She says, you're leading the way then. I'm like, fine, totally fine. Don't get lost. <laughs> Don't <Yeah>. get lost. <laughs> so um, they're, they do a really good job. And one of the rooms, talk, I'm talking about offensive stuff compared yeah. to 5150, which was just about a demon-possessed patient yeah. played brilliantly by my friend Jill. She is fucking awesome. Anyways, um, Dude, the 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 preacher room, the separate. There was a room at the end with a priest and like simulated. And wait, wait, like, a priest is getting a. Well, uh, he's he's eating a lollipop. What's going on? He <laughs> <laughs> makes you kneel down. And uh, okay, at one point, part of the robe was over my head. There was something else there, but <laughs> it looked. He made it look like I was serving penance. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Now then, wait, th wait, what is this at Knotts? No, no, this oh, was okay. this was a different that seventeenth yeah, yeah. floor. Seventeenth floor, okay. Seventeenth yeah, yeah. door, sorry. Door, okay. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if they're doing it this year, but it, um, every time I've gone, it's been really cool. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and that you know, it, it's funny because like Knotts kind of got the ball rolling, and there's been a lot of like imitators and people that have taken it to other places. You know, obviously Universal to me. Uh, is another big one because of like the 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 money that they have yeah. to make the movie magic, you know, like and some of that stuff is really impressive. Yeah, their their mazes feel like you're on a set, yeah. like you're right there. They, yeah, their We're, sets are always impeccable. Yeah, and and I, I that's what I was gonna ask you. Have you worked at for Universal at all? No, I haven't worked for Universal. I worked for um, let's see, two places out in Texas in Austin. Mm. One was a uh, Illusion Manor. Or House of Torment, either or. Um, that was run by these guys who made all their own masks and stuff, oh, and so cool. they made really good use of the space. From from outside, this building looked relatively small, mm -hmm. but they managed to work in two different themed mazes in there with so many different ups and down levels and shit that it felt a lot bigger. That's awesome. Yeah, that one was really cool. And then um, the other one was located at a nursery. So during the day, all these beautiful plants. Whoa. They even had the biggest wind chime I've ever seen. It was probably as tall as your house. We're talking a 12-foot pole. You know the wind chimes that are just all the different yeah. poles? Stand right underneath that thing and ring it. You're, like, instantly transported to Tibet. It was so cool. But at night, they turned it into a haunt event, and it was their first year. I was working at the other one, but somebody I knew heard about this one and said, hey, they're paying um, – pretty good and they're looking for experienced and so at that time i had done it for a few years that was like yeah. 2006 so oh, yeah, yeah i did two places in austin texas and that was really fun um the one that uh, happened at the nursery i got to play a mad botanist right and they gave me this room that had a full body pregnant torso prop that was laying sort of on her side and her stomach had burst open like something burst out of her stomach. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is great. I can fuck around with this pretty well, you know, make it look really trippy. Um, the first night I used guacamole in there. <laughs> Looked good. Bad idea. Guacamole turns brown really quick. Not a wow. good idea. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. It looks yeah. gross, but but also. So I, uh, I asked them if they had those ladybugs in a bag. I'm like, yeah, we got the ladybugs in a bag. Are you familiar with ladybugs in a bag? No, what is that? You can buy ladybugs in a bag in the refrigerated department at like the garden centers. Oh, places. that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Said, yeah. We got some of those. I'm like, can I use a couple? They said, yeah. What are you going to do? I'm like, just trust me. You're going to, you're going to love it. And all right, cool. So I go and I get the ladybug bags and I warm them up and I get them all active and I place the bags inside the hole in the torso. Oh, shit. Yeah. This is great. Yeah. And then I also grabbed a whole bunch of their glue, uh, uh, glow sticks they had like hundreds of them i was just cutting them up and splattering them everywhere right so that was something would glow when i turned the lights off i also had a headlamp that i would use and pose like i was the lamp and that's all they could see they didn't realize the light is the actual fucking guy so i, I got to do a whole bunch of cool shit but i loved these ladybugs because they started crawling out of this torso and they like to play king of the hill they want to climb high that's just their inc inclination keep climbing so as they're climbing to the top of the different shreds of the you know, fake flesh, they're falling off. So from a distance, it looks like there's 
redness oozing and crawling and as you get closer then you see what it is so people would be like what the fuck and then they get close and one lady is like oh my god can i have one and i'm like yeah go ahead and people <laughs> would stick their hand in there get a few of them on their hand <laughs> yeah. Hey. yeah i got to use live That's creatures cool. as a prop ladybugs wow. ladybugs dude ladybugs <laughs> save the day uh, ladybugs you know? save the day yeah i was uh rodney dangerfield there by any <laughs> chance or, yeah no that's awesome man i i love that that's cool it's and you know as great as universal can be or even knots like there's something about those makeshift because i mean that's how knots started that's how there's yeah. something about like homemade i mean josh thompson who we've had on the pod before uh uh, he he does a thing every year at his house, and it's like it's so awesome. It's so, there's so much like affection put into that. I mean, there's something about just like doing it yourself and sort of an original idea. Like I I mean, on the East Coast, I know that's really big because yeah. there's a lot of like I don't know. There's a lot of like basements and stuff. We don't have basements really. In yeah, California. they got a lot of creepy buildings back east yeah. to play with. Where the ones out here, you don't really want to fuck around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Creepy, creepy buildings here are usually, uh, you know, someone's on meth and they're gonna like jack you yeah. and yeah, or, or is a crime scene or was a crime scene or yeah. gonna be a crime scene <laughs> again? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wonder what like a scare uh, scare zone is like in Tijuana right now or like Juarez or you know what I mean? Do they have like cartel ghost? Uh, ghost houses. <laughs> I know. Imagine that too, because if you scare like a gangster, and that's okay. So I wanted to ask you about this because this is something that everyone that is a scare actor has to deal with. And you ha like, is there training on how to deal with people being fucking dicks? Like, how do you like? There's that machismo or like um, macho dude that doesn't want to. You know what I mean? They're just like kind of they're killing the mood, you know, because they don't want to. There isn't, there isn't like, there's not training per se official. Now there's stuff in the, in the book, in the employee handbook, never touch or strike a guest, never touch or strike a guest. Yeah. Obvious. Right. But, um, when stuff gets escalated, they're supposed to just hand it off to blah, blah, blah. But there isn't always someone there. Yeah. You know, and I've seen monsters handle stuff very well and I've seen stuff get handled not so well because they maybe didn't expect that or know that was coming or maybe they did expect it and were looking for shit because you know there's going to be rotten apples in every bunch yeah, it's going to yeah. be and that those people usually end up getting weeded out too because if you're yeah. going to fuck it up for everybody we don't want you there yeah totally you know yeah um, like so when you uh cuz you know, sometimes people don't mean to like. There's people that just, yeah. oh man, I just reacted, and it's like a because they're scared, so they like might, they might punch yeah. or they might. But I think you can tell by their body language or like yeah. whatever if it's like a mistake. You know, if you're paying attention, you can definitely tell whether it was a reaction or intentional. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. a lot, I think. <laughs> monsters would talk about getting hit and stuff like that, and I go, you know, that's fifty percent your responsibility. They're like, what? And I go. If you get hit, it's 50% your responsibility. What if I didn't see it coming? It's still 50% your responsibility. You got to you got to own it. You got to be constantly aware. And if you are going to scare somebody, make sure you have an out. Make sure that if you have to duck back, you're not hitting somebody there. Treat it like driving, you know? Keep your eyes open, you know? Make sure you have an out. Uh what's the other ones? Uh well, you don't want to say make sure you they see you. That only <laughs> works in driving, not scaring. Yeah. Um I got really close to getting hit a couple times um, when I was in the clown maze. Yeah. That was fucking fun. Um, it was a mask position, and I was using the whistle instead because I didn't, I didn't want to talk. I'm a fucking clown. So those, yeah. I'd kill about five of those a night, just burn them up. <laughs> <laughs> um, they run out of bruise? The, the, yeah. No, you, <laughs> man, you can, I was like, and eventually it would go from to, <laughs> oh, there, get another one. Um, is that a kazoo? That's a kazoo. No, right they now? have what they have. Is, oh, it's the, the little tube ones with the little spinner in it. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's that super high pitch. Yeah, ring. yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Super fun and annoying. Um, I pop into this hallway, and a little nine-year-old. Well, I'm guessing she was. She could have been anywhere from seven, eight, nine. Anyways, probably did a lot of gymnastics. I don't know what it was, but that foot went up with a super scream, like not a scared scream. She was looking at me like, I'm going to fuck you up, mister. And 
her foot hit the mask. I oh, felt the shit. mask go. So, yeah, she if she would have made contact with my face, I'd be looking a little bit different right now, probably. <laughs> I'd probably sound a lot different, too. <laughs> yeah, and I would probably be still traumatized and not yeah. like any time I saw a... a a eight-year-old girl, I just ran away screaming, yeah, holding kid. my face, you know. Yeah, God, <laughs> she, man. She pulled a, she pulled a Daniel son yeah, on my face almost. Fuck. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I, I always thought about that, how to, you know, what you do in those situations. And uh, I remember, yeah, because one time I was with this group and, like, they, get, they were trying to scare the scare actors, which was very idiotic and it's yeah, silly. Yeah, we're so jaded. It's so, it's, yeah, it's yeah. like, really? You're going to, yeah. yeah, but. That guy's also now on meth, uh, so you know the joke's <laughs> on him, I guess. <laughs> but uh, and, yeah, like just lost his job. Uh, but uh, no, I, uh, but it, it, it poor guy. Uh, I just I don't know. It's it's a fascinating like genre, and you know, there's something like there's some people that don't like horror anything. They're like, yeah. oh, I w- I would never go. I'd be terrified, and they end up going, and they have a great yeah, time. No, the, sometimes you can turn it around. Okay. We just talked about some low vibration occurrences, right? We talked a little bit about the violence and shit. Yeah, which, okay, let's let's we're gonna bring it up. I'm gonna tell you some happy stories. Yeah, yeah. So, but some monster magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Monster magic. Okay, monster magic first started in the vampire maze, and I would notice that some kids you can tell are into it and love the shit. Some kids, their parents underestimated how much they were ready for, yeah. and the kids kind of losing it. And then there's other kids that are just little douchebags, so fuck them, you know, you mess with them anyways. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, so when I saw ones that their parents clearly weren't ready, or, or they missed, you know, they weren't ready for it, Yeah. I would get down, you know, down, crouch down to their size. I'm looking in full fucking vampire makeup, everything looking really gnarly, looking like I'm in Cradle of Filth. <laughs> and uh, I had a, I had a, these little bat rings, little tiny bat rings, and I would go, ring and the kid would just be looking at me like why is this vampire singing and holding a bat ring and I'd do it again and now I have their attention now they're like what the fuck I go this ring will protect you from the other monsters in this maze it wards off vampires you just hold it up and you'll be cool carry on and they'd put it on and then go about their merry way later that night i hear some of the monsters going why i saw the little kid he was going through the maze it looked like he was doing a heil hitler and i got real close and i saw that there was a bat ring and then i saw another kid with a bat ring doing the same thing like what is going on i'm like oh did they seem scared at all no i'm like good the magic's working so um I took that principle and used it again the last two years I was there in the hollows as the dark gnome. And the dark gnome would, uh, I would hide coins, and if people found the coins, they bring them to me and they would get something from one of my swag bags. Now I had a good swag bag, a mediocre swag bag, and the douchebag swag bag. <laughs> you know, so if you were a douche, you got douchey stuff, you know, yeah, you, you yeah. get a fucking acorn, you know, or something That's like that. so funny. And, um, but I would also same times I would see kids that parents underestimated and this one night I got into work I get out and I'm parking in the parking lot and then I find a big chunk of quartz and I'm like all right cool you're gonna be somebody's thing tonight because I give away trinkets like I was talking about that's why the characters was named he was named fetish because I handed out little fetishes oh, that's awesome. and I also had a thing for ladies feet like <laughs> I got I, 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 I licked some feet oh yeah shit. and uh I also got people to eat mealworms too. That was great. The shit you can get people to do. <laughs> Anyways, um, so I see this kid and, and he's seven years old. His name is Jacob. This is what I learned afterwards. But he's standing there with his parents and he is just terrified. Just holy shit. He, and, and so I see this and I come up and once again I get down low and, and I tell him, I go, hey, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. We're all just big kids here playing make-believe, and that's all that's going on here. And once you get used to it, it's really fun. You know what's even more fun than scaring people? Watching people get scared. Here, watch this. And I would blend in with the family and just hang out there and wait for some other people to come by, and I'd get them. 
you know? Yeah. And I get somebody and I go, yeah, see, wasn't that fun? And he's kind of like lighting it up. I go, here, you're going to take this, this magic crystal, dispels fear and builds courage, but you have to activate it by saying swordfish. And he goes, swordfish. I'm like, no, you got to say it louder. Come on, Jacob, louder. Swordfish, you got to yell at it. Wake it up. Swordfish. All right, there, you got it. All right, now, the rest of the night, you, you, when you're in my woods here, you will have safe passage. Now, I told all the other monsters about this so that when they did see a kid carrying something or whatever, they knew that he's got safe passage. And um, hung out with them for about five or ten minutes and uh, got him to go from crying to laughing and having a blast. That's so awesome. And I saw them later on that night just walking around. Yeah. Stay, they're still having a good time. One family would come down and the mom would stick up for us when other people were being a-holes. Um, the kids drew pictures of of all of us. Uh, like, those are the cool moments. You know, yeah. it, 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 that's when you were talking about there is something deeper than just scaring people. Yeah. There is a lot more going on there because people who are really love it are willing to be vulnerable in front of you. Yeah, totally. You know, they're putting themselves in a very vulnerable position and they trust you. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's so true, man. And I, uh, we had, uh, someone on the, Joel Jimenez on the pod and he was talking about how he was terrified because he went to Fright Fest and he was like, he wasn't like having it and he wasn't doing good. But then the monsters like crowd around him and they're like, put their arms like hey he's our buddy he's our boy like and they they made made him feel comfortable because he was like you know terrified and that's the thing is like it is it's just such an experience and there's a lot of thought behind it and um you know i i yeah it's it's crazy to see how it's evolved and like so there's there's not scary farm and universal and all that but in the last like i don't know maybe like 15 20 years there's been like i don't know what you call it, but it's like the more extreme like mazes like the where oh, you like have to escape sign, rooms and stuff like escape rooms and you know now yeah now there's like escape rooms yeah. and all that stuff but um we sign the waivers oh oh yeah for um, the ones like that they can you know they are allowed to touch they might cut your hair you might wake up with a <laughs> yeah. tattoo on your balls you know yeah and okay. I, so what's the name for for those like is that just is that escape rooms usually like where it's more extreme well there's ones that are immersive experiences and they're extreme, but yeah. I don't know how many puzzles you get to solve. I think it's just, holy shit, this is a <laughs> fucked up situation yeah. that I signed up for. Um, some of the escape rooms, ours was very interactive. And, uh, like puzzle, like puzzle heavy, like there's a lot well, of puzzles in there. Well, there was stuff to solve inside it, but it was also uh, very actor interactive. Yeah. Um, it was Murder Co. and, what I liked about this one is, aside from it being put together by my friends, and then that's how I found out about it, and I'm like, I want to audition, and, you know, got the thing. Is um, that what you did after Scary Farm? We went to Texas, and then Oh, okay, back. so I went to Texas, came back, came back to Knott's for 2011, and then in 2012, I skipped a year for new job or something. I think I just got a new job and said, you know, you can't go, hey, thanks for the job. And by the way, I'm pretty much unavailable next month. So I skipped <laughs> yeah. one year and then went to go back in 2013. I missed the window for knots, but I had already applied for the Rob Zombie's Great American Nightmare. Oh, that's right. So yeah. I went up and auditioned for that and got that and ended up as uh, in Dr. Satan's room as one of the mental patients. That's I get so cast cool. as mental patient multiple times throughout my life. Hey, you got to go with what you know. <laughs> if it works, man, fucking run with it. Yeah. Um, and uh, that was super cool. And I forgot where I was going. With Murder the, Co. Was Murder Co. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then back to Knott's for four years. And then Murder Co. was put together by John. And he also um, was a haunt monster for many years. Uh, started Winds of Plague and uh, Plague Productions. And now he's working with 13th Floor Productions. And... So he put together oh, Murder Co. Oh, the band Winds of Plague? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah, that yeah. John. Okay, yeah. yeah. Super cool guy. Um, he he gets me all these super fun jobs. He's the one who gave me the Dark Gnome character for Knots. He goes, awesome. how sold are you on the werewolf? And I'm like, eh, I'm not so sold on the werewolf. He goes, all right, what do you think of a gnome? And I'm like, a gnome? He goes, no, a dark gnome. And I'm like, 
let me think about it. I'll, I'll check it out. And he goes, it's a ma- it's a makeup position. I'm like, okay, I'm definitely interested. And then when I checked out what dark gnomes were, that they were elementals, cantankerous, they don't like, they're like the biggest races of the magic world. They hate all other races besides their own. You know, I was like, wow. So I get to be like a, a cantankerous person, the gnome that hates all other living things. I'm like, I'm kind of halfway already there because I think most people suck. Yeah. You know, I'm like, I, I think I could do this one. So he's a racist gnome. Not really racist. <laughs> Mine wasn't, but they supposedly were. No, my, uh, uh, my my gnome was international. I had I would get <laughs> groups of people visiting from out of country and totally get them locking hands. And we were dancing like Dick Van Dyke down the way like a chim- i like love like a doing the chimney sweep yeah, yeah, yeah. i got people to do the chimney <laughs> sweep i uh, met these beautiful women from new zealand came a couple times a whole group from japan they were those kids were i awesome. hope you came a couple times uh, well, new zealand oh, women geez. are uh, they they're uh, mighty beautiful they are they were they were <laughs> i i love it it's so cool but the escape room the clients get to pick it's sort of like a hostile kind of thing. The idea is you're, you're, you pay this money and you get to witness somebody getting killed, but you get to pick the killer. Oh, wow. And what weapon they use to kill the victim. So crazy. That's so, yeah. Yeah. So there would be a lush, nice looking room that you wait in and then the sliding bookcase and then you go in the room, curtain opens and there's glass and there's the kill room in there, you know? And so I played the victim, and Joey or Winston, the other actor, would play the killer and security guard. And I would play, yeah, the victim and uh, the janitor, Louis, Louis, Louis the janitor. And uh, so you get killed. We, we had the stomach that you pump full of guts, and I had rigged up the wheelchair with some splat there. And, yeah, it was just, so it was awesome. fucking bloody as fuck. It was great. But these people also had to figure out puzzles on how to get it out of the room and I'm interacting with them guiding them a little bit but um I really like that I hadn't done that level of interaction and it based on a script but once you got the script learned you know down pat you could go fluctuate with it depending on the group you know so every night was different even though we were doing the same show every night each time was different and sometimes it was priceless and amazing. And then other times you're like, wow, those people were boring as fuck. <laughs> Why did they even come here? What the <laughs> hell was that about? And, um, oh, Ashley came through. Oh, did she? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. Ashley and them came through. Yeah. yeah, dude. Yeah, it's crazy how many people have come through, like, this, like you said, you know, the the dude from Winds of Plague, uh, you know, our friend Ashley Costello, New Year's Day. There's yeah. a lot of people that will go on to do stuff that start in these scare mazes. or it's That's awesome. Um, which, you know, brings me to the next question. Obviously, like, there's been a lot of, like, iconic people linked to, you know, especially Knots, but, like, Elvira and and all that stuff. I so you, So what, like, um, yeah, what, like, celebrities, because, you know, you've probably met people that, like, go to the mazes, too, like, what are some of the, like, celebrities you've met, just for uh, my our, uh, f- My favorite one was, uh, okay, this took place in the vampire maze in Camp Snoopy, and there was a music room and a stage in the music room, this open area, and there was also a chair in the corner, and, uh, this night, I had a nice, real big, dark robe. Just sinister-looking fucking For thing. For some reason, I say, I, have a, I had a huge dick that night. Like, uh. just this <laughs> 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 like, it was like, what ma- is this the Weinstein maze? What is this? Uh, I, mean, maze. I don't think he has a huge dick. I heard he had a very disgusting egg penis or something. Uh, <laughs> but no, sorry, go on. You're in a... You're in a, a devil Debstein. Yeah. <laughs> 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 So you're on so, Little St. James. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm in the corner doing the I'm not real thing, and a, a guy leans forward, and I just do a subtle lurch. Just uh, Sometimes it's uh, you don't have to be loud every fucking scare, you know? Yeah. Subtlety is sometimes a thousand times totally. better. So I, I did that, and the guy said something like, oh, that was a good one, got me. And my brain goes, dude, he sounds just like Alice Cooper. And I go, yeah, he does, doesn't he? 
So I get up and I'm staying in character and I go up and I go, you know, sir, as anyone ever mentioned, you sound a lot like this mortal called <laughs> Alice Cooper. And it was real dark. So he leans in and goes, who? And I lost it. I fucking broke character. He <sighs> broke me. I was like, holy shit. Fuck. He's my height. He's my height. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I fanboyed out. Because I had just seen him, like, the week before. I just saw him. Yeah. Yeah. And so that was the second time he came through. The first time he came through, I didn't get close, and I didn't realize it was him until after he was gone. Somebody else told me, hey, that dude you just got, that was Alice. And I'm like, fuck. Damn it. So crazy. Um, Rob Zombie's come through. Um and then I you worked the, did he come through your maze, like the his maze, or was that? Oh, somewhere? when I worked at Rob's. Yeah. Oh, they went through. Um, he went through a couple times, but um, Rob and Moon, I'm uh, Sherry. Sherry, sure, yeah. They came through on the preview night, and uh, she never came through again. Oh, okay. Because at the end, when he, he they came out and said, you know, thanks everybody and doing the thing and all that, I still have the video. Anyways, um, her review was that was the most fucking horrifying thing I, i'm not going through there again <laughs> like she she gets that shit gets to her even though she's in the most it's like some of the greatest <laughs> yeah. horrifying fucking scenes and movies yeah it still gets her she's still like Ugh. well that's that's the exciting thing about like being around creative people and like you realize that most creative people are fanboys themselves of someone you know I got headbutted by Jello Biafra. Oh shit! In the really? Rob Zombie maze. Really? Okay, yeah. So we were told to tone things down because somebody complained. So when I couldn't jerk off the teddy bear anymore, or shoot the CO2 hose, and all this other, I couldn't hump legs anymore. I decided I'm gonna make a drum set of all this miscellaneous shit, and I'm also gonna take that geriatric toilet right there, and I'm gonna make a costume out of it. I'm gonna take the bottom out, and I'm gonna wrap the legs with a blanket so you can't see, and I'm gonna decorate the edge of it with some Tootsie Rolls that I sculpt into poop, <laughs> and I'm gonna also get like some, uh, you know, mango and dip it in the dye gross stuff, and I'm gonna have that, and I'm gonna tell my makeup guy, his name was Chris Wills, same last name, oh, not sure. related, but yeah. he was super cool because he'd say, so what are you gotten? What are you up to tonight what are you doing tonight yeah and i tell him what i'm doing he goes okay i gotta look for you then i was i love it when you find a makeup person who you're just in sync with turns out we were facebook friends and didn't know it oh, oh wow. small <laughs> digital world yeah and so one of the nights when i was in the to geriatric toilet jello comes walking into my room it's dr satan's room there's just shit all over the place it's fucking gnarly all real stuff which was great um he comes by, and I throw out the line, every time I take a crap, it's a cosmic experience from a large song that he did. Yeah, with, so right yeah, with yeah. Uh, Al, Al Jorgensen. Jorgensen. Yeah, 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 yeah. The power of lard. Praise yeah. the lard. And uh, he stops, yeah. and he goes, do you know Willie Willis? And I go, who? And he grabs my head, and he says, say, he goes, repeat after me. Sis. And I say, sis. And he just says, boom. And I say boom, and then he goes bah, and passed me on the oh, head. Shit, dude! So Wesley, <laughs> three times. There's a Wesley Willis nod. It was yeah, but I didn't. I don't know who Wesley Willis is, so I had to go look him up. Yeah, and see who Wesley is Willis was. Amazing, Will, Willie Willis. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, or he West, said, yeah. He Wesley said Willis. Willis. He's like, do you know Willie Willis? Um, but uh, I wonder if why did the line every time I take a crap, it's a cosmic experience, make him think of Willie Willis. Now, did he get that line from Willie Willis and he thought I was just throwing out, or did he not realize I was referencing a line he used in a song? I don't know. I think maybe, well, because he has a lot to do with uh, Willis. Like, he, uh, I think, like, put out some of his records and stuff. So uh. I think maybe, because, like, that's what Willis would do with fans. He was, like, he would fucking headbutt people. He was schizophrenic. So he was just kind of a, a character. Oh, so thank that, you that for was, clarifying that. Yeah, that that was, makes that experience even cooler for me. Yeah, because Willis has been passed on for a while, so Jello probably does it to like that's probably a sign of affection, like you know. So that's probably what that uh, was. Like, oh, this guy fucking gets uh, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> so and uh, here we go. Here's a headbutt. Yeah, dude, it was great. <laughs> I felt like Marsha Brady. I was never going to wash my forehead again. <laughs> yeah. <you know>? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, this is awesome, man. I I, I know, like, there's... Because I'm going to do this, like, yearly, and we're going to have uh, multiple episodes. So I'd, I'm going to have you on again 
I got this. almost 20 years of stories. Yeah. Sure. No, dude. Yeah. I, but I, uh, you know, it's it's awesome, man. I, I had I have a little segment here. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you got, do you got an, another? Uh, no, no, no. I okay. love your segments. Is okay. this the quiz? So this is the quiz. Ah, this yes. is the theme park trivia. I've been nailing them. I'm listening to your old ones, and oh, I've, yeah. I've been kicking everyone's oh, ass. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Okay. So watch watch me f- totally flop it now that I've already got braggadocious about it. <laughs> know, yeah, that happens every time. If you, you boast about it, you're going to cry about it, man. No, all right. So um, I have these that, uh, here we go. My, I'm using my phone like a professional, and I have lost your quiz, my friend. What the <laughs> fuck? Okay, it's got to be in here. Somewhere, this is gonna make me cry. I just did this today. This is ridiculous. Um, it's coming up, it's coming up, Kardashian. Um, what the hell? I had three questions for you. This is so bizarre. I think I fucked it up. Okay, wait, wait, wait. You'll find them. I will, I will. Pet the particles. Okay, gotta pet the particles. No, mate. What the hell happened here? I'm so excited. Mm. I'm building. You need some magic music? Bring it up. I think so. Okay. We call upon the digital goddess to find the quiz questions. All right. I I think I've I've got them here. Okay. Okay, this is this is exciting. Actually, can you do that again? That that music. You like that? Yeah. Yeah, keep it going, man. This is building the tension. I like this. I could think of, uh, you know, the dark gnome right now. He's <laughs> making a potion. Ron Jeremy kind of looks like a gnome, actually. <laughs> is he in prison right now, or I don't? Know. I. Don't know if they've had that case yet. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is in the future, so we'll know by then. <laughs> but uh, okay. So, all right, we're ready here. All, all right. right. So, ready for some trivia. Yeah. All right. This is uh, some theme park trivia. All right, Mr. Wales. Let's see if you can get this one. You're very familiar with this place, so I hope you would. What is the motto of Knott's Berry Farm? What is the mile? Oh, the motto of Knott's Berry Farm is it a the Happiest little place in the West, or happiest place in the West. B, the most welcoming place on Earth. C, the happiest place on Earth. Or D, the placest place on Earth. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go with the happiest place in the West. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, heck yeah. yeah. All right, so this next one... I hope you're good at math, my friend. Oh, shit. This, no. this one is, is probably going to be <laughs> kind of... My math skills are not too great. Well, well, let's see. Let's see. I'm, I'm a right side of the brain type of fella, too. I'm a, I'm more of a 10% of the brain. You know, I heard something funny that, uh, you know, people say that it, you only use 10% of your brain. Yeah, I totally disagree with that. Yeah, that, that's that's not real. Yeah, I think it's bullshit. Yeah, that's bullshit. Yeah, I it's guess, a lie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Morgan Freeman lie. and that... Uh, Lucy trailer or whatever is full of shit. You use a hundred percent of your brain, but like, yeah, which is hilarious because yeah. they said that if you. My brain told me that was a lie when I first heard that. Yeah. My brain went, no, sorry, no, um, yeah. no, no, that's <laughs> not true, not true at all. You don't see trees growing shit it doesn't need. No, right? No, so no, we we use it all all yeah. the time. Yeah, it's it's funny. Jeez. I fucking um, liars. They just want to keep us stupid, man. Yeah. damn the man. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, let's see if, <laughs> if you can get this one, uh, and you'll be the man. How many rooms are there at Walt Disney World Resort? A, 36,000 rooms. B, 51,000 rooms. C, 12,000 rooms. Or D, 100,000 rooms. So 36,000, 51,000, 12,000, or 100,000. Uh, all the resort of Walt Disney World. Oh, man, that includes... Epcot Center as well. It's all the, uh, there's, I think, I can kind of help you a little bit, but there's, I think there's 20 hotels. There's 20 hotels? I think so. Oh, shit. Then that could easily be. 25. My bad. 25. 25 hotels? Yeah. 
36,000? You got it, dude. You got <sighs> it. You got it. Man. It's because of those three sixes, I figured. Three oh, sixes. that's yeah, pretty smart, see? dude. Oh, shit. Yeah. I kind of gave it to you there, but <laughs> man. Um, all right. So uh, th- this one is – all right. We'll see if you get this one. Knott's Berry Farm had a first. It had the first modern roller coaster to ride on all-metal track that took riders completely upside down. It was manufactured uh, by Arrow in Valencia, California. What was the name of this roller coaster? A, the corkscrew, B, boomerang, C, revolution, or D, Montezuma's revenge? I believe Montezuma's revenge was the first one, and then corkscrew came after. All right. Am I right? So is that your, is that your final That's answer? That's my final you, you're answer. T- you're going two for th- three right now. My, uh, my brain that I use more than 10% of is telling me <laughs> it's Montezuma's revenge. <laughs> because the revolution uh, came out in 76 because it was a celebration of the bicentennial. Oh yeah, dude. I'm glad. See, you're using you're using all ten percent. Using eleven percent of your brain right now. My, um, my brain goes to eleven. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude. Spinal tap forever. Um, all right, my friend. <laughs> uh, you were very very close. Uh, it it is the corkscrew. Was the it first. is the corkscrew? Yeah, I guess Arrow that also built the company that built the Matterhorn at Disneyland in 1959. Um, it, you know that ride didn't go upside down, but this is the first that one. Was I at down. least right about the year? Did it come out in seventy six? Um, the corkscrew came out. Let's fucking a. I think I think this one. Oh, you're talking about the revolution. Let's see. Oh wait, corkscrew revolution. Ah, I fucked up. There was no. A, what was the revolution? The revolution was something, but it was that was probably in seventy six. I bet. Oh. It was the what two hundredth anniversary. Maybe revolution. maybe I'm thinking of the thing that so close though, man. That's yeah. two. That's two out of three. Damn. Um, there'll be more. So <laughs> t- brush up on that theme park knowledge, and uh, you kicked ass though, man. Some people don't, don't get know. any right. Now that I think so, about it, I think Montezuma's was in '78 or '79. Yeah, let's see. I'm curious about that too. Just for our, just for the fun, uh, you know, that autistic listeners like myself, uh, Montezuma, <laughs> Montezuma's. <laughs> Revenge. Let's see when that was built. I'm a, I'm gonna say this. It feels like the '70s kind of had like a. It started having like a lot of the like kind of more bitching roller coasters. Yeah, they started getting serious about yeah. angles and upside down and twists and turns. It wasn't just like another version of Colossus. You know, yeah. there was the generic up and down roller coaster. You kind of knew what was gonna happen. Yeah. I like the ones that you can sit in. Like I love uh, my favorite at Knotts for coasters is Silver Bullet because it's the smoothest roller coaster for how many dips it takes and all that. And that's the way it feels like in my dreams when I'm flying because I'm always sitting. I don't do that Superman flying shit. I'm just yeah. like, yeah, man, that's what it feels <laughs> like. Ah. It is, dude. It's crazy how smooth it's. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, yeah, it was built and opened in '78. You got that. So, dude, this has been awesome, man. Fuck, I, yeah, I'm excited. Um, so, man, we'll have you on again soon. Yeah, I'm down whenever. Yeah, dude, it was a fun little trip to Robert Land. Uh, where, where can the the folks at home follow you? Obviously, you work on the uh, No One Right yep. Way podcast. On that, as the wizard, that's me. Yeah. And then, uh, let's see, what else I got going? Oh, Optimus Bob I'm in, on Instagram. You get to see all the little snippets and pictures and, and all the other fun festivities of cool shit going on in my life. I yeah, try, you I share try a lot of your, up. like, scare stuff, too, on there? Or? Yeah, I just yeah. went and got my head casted and my arms casted at 13th Floor Productions by my buddy Mike Ribb and Clifford LeBlanc. And, uh, dude, that was so cool. Like, it, it turned out so gnarly. That's awesome. Yeah. They, they, they said... Uh, you ever heard the term you got a a face for radio? Yeah. Okay. I've also heard that you've got a face for makeup. And I was like, "Thank you." I think. <laughs> They're like, "No, no, it's you're fun to paint on. Your face is fun to work with." I'm like, "Cool. All right. My face is a fun canvas. <laughs> I can live with that." Yeah. Oh, I like that, man. Ooh. Yeah, that's cool. I like that. I so, like yeah, the vibe Optimus there, Bob. Man. And if you want to see some 
clips of the stand-up when I used to do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, check him out, man. It's uh, on YouTube, Robert Wills, Some Kind of Joke. Yeah, we'll we'll be working together doing stuff, oh, shit, doing, yeah. doing some more Ebola sketches or whatever. Yeah, the werewolf says hi. Yeah, the dude, yeah, you killed he it, man. He liked hanging with you guys. People loved that. That was good. Yeah. Well, um, man, so all, everybody, I hope you all have a safe Halloween, and uh, we'll see you next week. Indeed. Yeah. Goodbye. Goodbye. Guys, hope you enjoyed that interview with me and Rob Wills because there is more to come. We've got a ton of spooky stuff coming up this month, and I'm super excited. So please rate, review, uh, fucking do whatever you got to do, man. Spread the word. If you enjoy the pod, please uh, share and tell your mom, your, your Mormon church. Whatever you need to do, we love you guys. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Now, um, we're going to end you on something a little deeper than theme parks and life. Something called wisdom with me and my buddy, John Shevsky. I mean, me, I mean, Nemer and Beamer. They're two philosophers who outdo each other every time. Uh, so we're going to end you on a piece of wisdom. And we'll see you next week for some more ghoulish goulage, hopefully. Your experience is your experience. After all, if it wasn't your experience, then whose experience was it? I never thought thought could be on a level like that. Thank you.